It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Al and Jerry. I would say we wrap up the podcast week. Al's over there. I'm over here. So nice to see you, as I have for the last four and a half, well, really, six and a half hours. Jesus. Uh, long day. What's up, man? Everything oh, good? Oh, hi, Jerry. Yes. How are you? I'm doing good. You know who's not doing good? This man who lives in Sacramento. So we're going to jump right into it. So apparently he lives outside this park, and he noticed a couple of months ago a couple having sex outside his apartment in this little park area. And then he saw it happen again and again, and he got really frustrated with it, so he decided to start videotaping them. Same couple that was doing no, this? No, different people. Oh, this is just like a hot spot. Apparently this is the sex park. I, I don't see. understand. He has recorded 50 sex events. Wow. Now, what do you do with them, though? Hold them for evidence, Jerry, unless you start a website. But yeah, I, I guess you can't really put that out on a website. You get sued. I would think you would get sued. I wonder how, but, how but close he gets. If you're having sex in a public place, what are you getting sued for? Like, isn't that up for grabs? I would. You know what? You may be right, Jerry. I'm going to call my lawyers. His quote, I'm just a guy protecting my neighborhood and my family. He's had enough of it. Like, if you were at your place and every night you looked out your window and in your backyard, well, not your backyard, but you have like a common area off your deck. Yeah. I know you've got a small deck, which you've seen, you've said many times before. Yeah. So you, you saw people having sex below your deck. I mean, wouldn't that bother you after a while? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that that's against my condo policies, Jerry. So what I would do is I would just immediately turn them into the condo association. Ah, uh, yes, you and these condo policies. Yeah, I'm it sure. goes against policy. I'm sure, Al. That's policy 39.4 slash B, page 71. Do you think at some point at this point he now enjoys doing the no, filming? No, I don't. Because uh, he's the, done it 50 times? I don't think so. I think he's gotten to the point where he's really fed up. Um, and he said uh, they offered to the police to use his evidence or they actually put it on YouTube. Right. I like this YouTube channel. I might subscribe to this, Jerry. <laughs> I think it's great. Yes. Jerry, we had uh, Taz in here earlier with Boomer and Carton, and uh, I was like a huge wrestling fan as a kid. I didn't see, or you're not a wrestling guy ever, were you? No, I told you we've, uh, you've asked me that before, and just quickly, I was as a kid, and until my dad got second row seats at the Meadowlands to see Hulk Hogan and Jimmy Superfly Snooker. Oh, yeah. And I saw all the fake punches. I was like a, it was like, I think it was for my 10th birthday, and I brought three friends, my dad and my mother. And I was crushed. So I, I left there miserable. Prior to that, you were all in. Loved it. I had all those figures. Yeah. I had the little uh, the ring and the, the belt buckles. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. So you were too that close. Yes. You were too close to the action. I couldn't believe when I saw Hulk Hogan take a dive off of one of these like, you know face punches where the guy holds the back of his head and is punching him. I'm like, he's not hitting him. And yet his head's still reacting. I'm like, what is this? Like, yeah. I was, I honestly was crushed because I loved it. 
that shattered your dreams. I've never watched it since. Never yeah, once. I, I was a huge fan in the 80s, uh, probably before you were a fan, I would say, since I'm a few years older than you. I probably had you by a couple of years. I, I was into wrestling before there were any action figures. Okay. So I used to use my Star Wars figures. Sure, yeah. Like uh, Luke Skywalker was Ric Flair for me. But uh, <laughs> I used to argue with my dad all the time that the wrestlers, that it was real. Like I would I would show him videos of guys getting hit with like flagpoles and chairs and then one day, my dad worked over at Newark Airport uh, for Delta Airlines for his whole career. He um, came home one day with a bunch of autographs right. for me. Uh, there were, you know, guys that would be fighting each other soon in the next, like, big uh, card at the Garden. Sure. And he had uh, all of their signatures together. And he goes, uh, yeah, they were all sitting together having coffee. So... If you think it's real and they really hate each other, I'll tell you I saw them all having coffee together and got these autographs. He was going to make sure you knew. (laughs) But nice of them to get me the autographs. Yes, of course. Absolutely. But but to break my dreams, Jerry. But it does, though, right? Like You think you're watching something that's legit, and then as you get older, you're like, it's just like a soap opera for dudes. Yeah. And listen, I get the physicality of it. I get that there are amazing injuries and what they're really athletic and they're strong as hell and God knows what they're doing to get that size and all that. I understand all that. When it comes right down to it, though, it's not on the level. That's why you can't – I mean, maybe you can bet on it. I don't know. but I think you can. Because of it, because it doesn't get out. I guess that's what even Taz was saying. Like, even he doesn't know what's going to happen Yeah, that was interesting. WrestleMania. Taz said that pretty much that the, uh, the, the two wrestlers know who's going to win, but the other people involved don't really know. But isn't there something wrong with that? <laughs> Well, it's just like a live soap opera. Right. I don't know. I, I just, I, I will never go back to it ever. My kids want to watch it. Go for it. Do they? No. They don't. They no do not. Ironically enough, it's so funny because now we're 30 years later. They've got the wrestling figures and they've got the wrestling ring. And my six-year-old will play that. He's in that imagine, uh, imaginary state now where he's, he's he'll just play with anything and literally for hours on end. So he the likes wrestlers. it. But yeah. does he know who they are? Does not. No, he has no idea who they are. He just thinks it's really cool. Yeah. And he sees boxing or he'll see MMA on TV or something, and he just does that. But we are not a wrestling family. No, not at all. We don't watch it. We don't know. I couldn't even name for you one guy. I would say Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, I don't think he's wrestled for years. He doesn't wrestle anymore. No more. But he was a big one. And he's still a known guy. I think he's another. He's a fellow podcaster, I think, Jerry. Oh, is that true? Yeah. The wrestling podcasts are very popular. Because wrestling is, like, I'll bet you, and I believe this, I'll bet you if you got a legit hockey guy to do a podcast, it would do awesome. Because the people that love it crave for the attention and coverage of it. And there's not enough of it. Right. And the people that don't care about it aren't going to touch it. Just like, no offense to Taz, I might put Taz on just because I like him. But I don't know about the content. I don't care about the wrestling. So I think it's a niche sport, whatever it's called, man event. That sounds weird. Sports entertainment, Jerry. Yeah, I guess. That's what they call it. But I think it's a niche thing, and if you love it, man, you love it, and good for you. I think yeah. that's great. Yeah, the the uh, podcast, I look at the list of podcasts that we compete with here in our own company, I know, we Jerry. can't crack that top ten, man. Oh, and the wrestlers, forget it. They, they Rick Flair and Taz, they dominate that podcasting uh, world. Rick Flair, too, huh? Yeah, the wrestlers, Jerry. Wrestlers. All right, why don't we start wrestling? Well, I don't know if I could do we'll that. We'll put the cameras on. I'll wrestle you right here on the floor. Uh, well, you're a grappler. You, right. That's you why I'd know be a lot how to of grapple. Fun. I would I, not I would be able it. to do that. Put you in an arm bar. That I don't want. <laughs> I don't want any arm bars, Jerry. Here's something. Um, 
and this came up on Deadspin the other day, and they brought up, you always heard couples would say they had a celebrity cheat list. Yes. Right? Yes. You've heard that where they I've say, oh, that. me and my wife, we have a deal where if she meets Brad Pitt and he wants to have sex with her, that's uh, I can't get mad at her. And if I meet Pam Anderson and right, I have sex sure. with her, my wife can't. You don't have that with your wife, we do, do not. You? No. And here's the problem with that list is it is really not fair because. What we discussed the other day. Go ahead. What's that? Well, it's just easier for the woman. If you're an attractive woman and you find your way in a bar with Brad Pitt, you got a chance. Right. A famous, great-looking guy will have sex with a regular, good-looking woman. A hundred times a week, 52 weeks a year. Whereas a famous, good-looking woman will not have sex with a good-looking, regular guy. Unless you take $8,000 out of your pocket to buy a drink and she thinks maybe you're somebody. I, I Yeah, it just it, it is not a fair fight. It's not. That's why you, you can't have this deal with your wife. If you're one of those couples that have this deal, you should go home tonight upon hearing this and say that whole uh, celebrity cheat list we have, it's off the table now. There would have to be a caveat to it, a caveat to it. Which is what? If you end up first, because it's a lot harder for me, I get to make it up by having sex with anybody I want. <laughs> right, a regular woman. We're even. <laughs> you break the code, meaning the marriage code, and Brad Pitt comes comes knocking. Fantastic. I'm taking out your friend. Then, <laughs> You know what I mean. <laughs> right, you would get one. You'd be... Uh, I get a pass. You'd be owed one. Absolutely. I don't care if it's the girl next door, the girl next town over, and the girl next county. Right. I get a pass. Right, but you're not going to get Jennifer Aniston to sleep with you as part of your celebrity cheat list. Of course not. It's not possible. I agree with you. That's why it comes back to exactly what we were talking about the other day. It is so much easier for a woman to go out and have random sex on a weekend than it is for a guy. Yeah. How about this? There was a a girl I dated for a little while, uh, and I saw she was dating Keith Hernandez. (laughs) By the way. Well, there's a different couple of ways I can go here. I'll pass. Yeah, actually. so I dated her a couple of years ago. She lived uh, out on the island. Awesome. Good for her. Really Good nice girl. Just didn't work out for whatever reason, probably because I would never go to Long Island. Oh, not because she got soft. Uh, and and also, yeah, I don't think she liked me. But other than that, Jerry, <laughs> but it was interesting because I saw on social media her her being photographed at dinner with Keith Hernandez. Really? Do I know this girl? Uh, I don't think you know her. Oh, okay. And at first, I just thought, oh, she ran into Keith Hernandez. And in fact, her very first post was, look, I ran into Keith Hernandez in a bar. Here I am with my girlfriends with a photo of Keith Hernandez. And then then like a couple weeks later on the social media, it was like, here I am at dinner with Keith Hernandez. Next one. Here's Hernandez's junk. Right. Here's (laughs) Keith Hernandez. And then all of a sudden, it just ended. No more Keith Hernandez posts. No kidding. Yeah, so that didn't go well. Well, I mean, these things But you're right. A girl, regular girl, in a bar, famous person. Got a chance. Legit chance. a chance. No doubt. Yes. Now, the Mets announced a whole bunch of new foods at the ballpark. One of them, like a, over a pork chop, like that's over a hundred dollars. Why? I don't know. I, I don't. It's it's so. Do you go for any of these stupid. weird foods at the ballpark? No. Or you're a simple guy. Uh, yeah. For the most part. Yeah. What will you do? What What's your go to? You a pretzel guy? Um, yeah, I'm usually because we're there in the summer. It's usually bottles of water at nauseum. Right, pretzels, no doubt. My little boy likes hot dogs. My Classic. oldest, my oldest, a pain in the ass. Chicken fingers are nothing. Um, and oh yeah, maybe a slice of pizza or Shake Shack burger. It's like the only time I'll eat a burger. I'm not waiting in that line though. Well, we get there so early. We'll do the eating first. 
even the Shake Shack, if you get there early, is not a line? See, I've never had a problem. For a 7 o'clock game, if we're in the ballpark at 6, I've never had an issue. You might wait three minutes. Right. But it's not that great adventure line, you know, from this point, one hour sign. Right. It's nothing like that. I've never had an issue with it. But I've also never been to City Field with a packed house. Right. The one time I did go, I went in a suite. And we ordered tons of food in the suite, and I didn't care if the place was packed because I wasn't sitting on any lines. Right, you're in the suite. Right. So so in fairness, I've never been there. And it's the I would say the we were there. Remember the Padre game that they blew? And it was right before all the stuff with Wilmer Flores a couple of oh, days later. Oh, in the later. rain. That was, I took my boys to that game, and we left right before the monsoon, got home to see them lose the game. Yeah, it was weird like how, how some places have huge lines. Right, sure. and then other places. Not to bring Keith Hernandez up again, but there was a Keith Hernandez grill. Oh, I didn't realize that. Is yeah, that true? it was kind of small and in the in the in a corner. I didn't even know. There that. was never anyone in that line because you couldn't find it. I didn't even know it was there. I've been there ten times. The Keith Hernandez grill. I had no idea that was there. Now they've they. It's the same grill. I just they've. I guess Keith has taken his name off. Interesting. Of it. But well, yeah, there were no lines. I would too if I was yeah. him. <laughs> but it just looked like it was just hidden. Yeah. And too that's bad I didn't why, know about it. Yeah, Keith Hernandez Grill. Now we, you could get bacon on a stick. We too. went. Uh, we went to quickly. When we went to Pittsburgh to see the Penguins over the holidays, I stood online for my son who wanted a specific ice cream sundae they made there. I stood online for an hour and five minutes for a sundae. It was unbelievable. Was it in a helmet? It was not in a helmet. It was just uh, I, he wanted ice cream. He needed that, that kind it. though. Yeah. Well, it was the only place that had. Oh, it. I see. It was crazy. So I'm just curious uh, to kind of move away from the topic for a second. How much of my uh, work from Tuesday night did you catch? Oh, I heard uh, Harris Allen played one of your sound clips at 3 o'clock in the morning. So All I right. heard that. How about Steve Overmeyer, who works for CBS? He does sports at CBS. He was actually just here. You'll probably see Boomer on TV later because he was interviewing him for something. I don't uh, know. The Mike Piazza jersey thing, oh, I Was that what it was? Very cool. So he was here. He's like, by the way. They used all my cuts the other night, which I thought CBS? on CBS, television, that's pretty cool. yeah, on TV, that's kind of the network. Neat. Yes, well, I don't know about the network, local. Oh, I CBS see. CBS local, like well, that's a good in, job by you. Like if you're watching, you know, KCBS in Dallas, you're probably not getting a, a, a Columbia update. Probably not. But I thought that was kind of cool though that he used it. So that's cool. So you heard those uh, out of the video pieces I did. Which one did you like the best? I didn't see any of your video pieces. You didn't once go to the website to see like all no. the post game stuff I did. I never think to go to websites. You live your life on the computer. I know, but just Twitter. Like, I liked, I remember to go to Twitter. You go to the locker room website. You go to Facebook. Bleacher Report, Deadspin. Yes, definitely right. work-related ones. But well, I wouldn't think to go to Columbia. Do I work with you? I, yes. So how is that not really work-related? Like, if your stuff would have showed up on Deadspin because you did something dumb, that I would have heard. Well, I understand. That I would have watched. I get it, but... Uh, that's very... So you didn't see how good I looked I the didn't. other night. I didn't see it. Well, anyway... Were you clean shaven, I was, because I knew if they won, we were going to be doing... I'm, I'm actually bummed out right now. You knew you yeah. were going to be famous. I Well, not famous, but I knew we were going to be doing a lot of video pieces. I did a thing with the coach and the players and the confetti coming down and all that. And uh, part of that was I used Harry's. I went home on Tuesday to make sure I got a good shave in. I actually didn't shave Tuesday morning for work, because I wanted to go home, get myself cleaned up, kind of refresh, coming back for what was going to be a long night. Uh, and I used the Harry Shave system, and I looked fantastic, hmm. quite frankly. Let me ask you this. Were those German-engineered blades? German-engineered blades, better than that, five-blade cartridges. You got a really close, comfortable shave. I'm telling you, my face was as smooth as it ever has been. Quality guaranteed, full refund if you're not happy. Why, you wouldn't be happy. I have no idea because you'd be an idiot not to be happy with these razors. Did you use the Truman? 
That's the uh, Harry Starter set, Jerry. Love the Truman. That's how you get going. Yeah, it's great for uh, brand new customers to Harry's, Jerry. You get an amazing deal, too. For just 15 bucks. you get a razor handle, moisturizing shave cream. You also get uh, three of Harry's five-blade German-engineered razors, Jerry. And there's a special offer for fans of the show. Uh, Harry's will give you $5 off your first purchase with promo code POSTGAME. Go to harrys.com right now. That's H-A-R-R-Y-S.com. And make sure you use promo code POSTGAME at checkout to let them know who sent you. Alan Cherry here at the postgame. All right, Al, I have a question for you. And I know um, you do you spend a lot of time planning vacations? Like- uh, I'm, I'm really terrible at it. I wish I did spend more time at it because I, I normally wait till the last minute then try to piece something together. And to me, there are just so many choices sometimes that I, that I can't make a decision. All right, give me some advice here. So I have a timeshare. I've had it for 15, 16 years, and I like, I like it. Do you say where? Well, it's in Florida. Oh, right, But Florida. we don't always go there. I mean, we have the last, I think, four or five years we've gone there because with the kids young, it was just easy. Prior to that, we've gone to Mexico. We've gone to... Um, parts of California. We've used it in a lot of other places, Virginia. We've used it in South Carolina. Uh, so it's been great, but I have, I don't really need it this year. And I have a friend of mine who wants to use it. My question is, do I charge him for it? Yes. I do. You don't give out free vacations, Jerry. It's not your home. No, I feel weird asking him for money for it though. But it- did he say, Hey, I would like to use your timeshare. What would that cost me? Uh, he, well, here's the thing. He wants to go on vacation in July and he actually referenced the place where we own and he doesn't even know we own it. And then my wife said, well, why don't you just give let them go there? And I said, but we paid so much money for the maintenance fees. Yes. I, I don't know. I kind of felt weird. I feel weird asking him for money though. Hey, since you're going there, I've kind of got a week. Just give me a thousand dollars. You know that doesn't seem right. Mm. Do you think you could give him a competitive rate to what he could get? Like if you could give him a bargain where he's still could, paying, then that's yeah, good for him. I could give. See my yeah. I could give him a bargain. I could probably give it to him for half price to where instead of him spending a hundred and fifty a night, maybe I give it to him for seventy a night or something. Your get wife some of the money back. Your wife wants to give it for free. She no, she she. When I said to her, I feel kind of weird asking him for money for it. She just kind of shook her head and says, yeah, that's kind of on you. So like, you, so you want to go, hey, I hear you're going to Florida. I have a timeshare in that area. Would you well, like... Same resort he was planning same on booking. Same resort. Yeah. I just feel odd offering it and then asking for money. Yes. But at the same time, like it literally costs us, I think, $1,300 every year for maintenance fees, blah, blah. It breaks down like a little less than 200 a night. I feel like it's a complete waste of money, though, if I just give it away. What if you did this? Let's pretend the name of the place is Del Boca Vista. Okay. What if you said, hey, I heard you're thinking of staying in Del Boca Vista. You know, we have a timeshare down there. And then see if he offers to pay for yeah. it. I could see if, see if it's available that week. And then and then he might say, oh. Yeah. I would get into it that way. That's, no, that's fine. I probably will. I'll I'll do something. I'll watch. I'm going to end up giving it to him. Or I'd be completely quiet and not even mention that I have a place there. Well, I could do that, too. And at the last minute, see if maybe we'll go join them or something. Yeah. <laughs> hey, by the way, I don't know. So I, how do the I, – I legitimately am not sure how timeshares work. Uh, 50% of it is is awesome, and the other 50% of it sucks. So I can you, tell you that's how it works. You, get, you, you own this place with all these other people? You own a week. You own a week. Yeah. So, so what, what's different than just renting a place for the week? Nothing. I mean, this is a resort. It's not a house. 
Is it so, cheaper than if you were to go randomly spend a week at a resort in that same area? Oh, it can be, yeah. It can also be more expensive. It's also one of the top-of-the-line places. Like, the place we go to has seven pools, 15 tennis courts. They have miniature golf inside it. They got restaurants. Like, you could literally spend spend the whole week there and never leave. But what's the benefit of that versus just renting a place for the week? Well, what... Well, first, you could do that, and you will not get as nice of an, as a place. Like, we get a two-bedroom villa. So we have the couch, we have the, uh, the kitchen, the living room, two big bedrooms, two big bathrooms. It's nice. My friend, if he goes, will probably spend the same type of money per night. He'll probably get either a studio or a one-bedroom, probably a one-bedroom, and then put the, his kids on the pull-out couch. So the amenities are a little bit better and bigger for what I have. Um, but no, in theory, you could absolutely do that and just rent year to year. The problem is I got locked into this 15 years ago and you can't sell them. I mean, they're worth nothing resale wise. So I'm kind of stuck with it, which is okay. Cause like I said, we use it for different places. And do you pay the same money that you paid 15 years ago? No, it's that gone goes up, up, it up goes, every year. Uh, like everything goes. So you're I would locked say, into that every year. If you yeah. don't go, you still pay. You pay the maintenance fees. Yeah. Which is essentially your nightly rent, your, your rent basically. Really? Um, when we started, I think we paid seven hundred dollars for maintenance fees. It's up to like twelve ninety now, so it's less than two hundred a night. But it's you know one eighty five a night basically. Yeah. I would love to get rid of it, be just because to be tied to it. Yeah, right. I don't need it anymore, especially with with the kids with the sports. It's like this year is going to be hard to use it. I'll figure it out. We will. But I don't know when or how. I always felt like timeshares were a scam somehow, and I'm not sure w- well, why I thought that. Here's where I do think they're a scam, and this is where I didn't. I did not fall in. We bought it as a resale for literally nothing. I mean, a couple hundred bucks. These people just wanted out. I think the people paid like ten grand for the week, and then you got to pay the the month your monthly. I'm sorry, your yearly dues. Uh, we paid a couple hundred bucks for it, and we just pay this money every year. Not big, not that big of a deal. The place where it's a scam is if you spend a lot of money on it, then you try to resell it, good luck. You, I mean, you just can't. Do you get the same unit every time? No, because I switch. We don't go to the same place in the same week. I literally switch all over the place. So as long as it's the same resort owners. Yeah, there are people that are in the same exact unit the same exact week every year in the same resort. I don't do that. We go from different – even if it's in Florida – We'll go to a different resort in Florida. We don't go to the same place every year. But you say you're locked in now forever. So if you want to be like, you know what, I'm never going to Florida again. Uh, I could probably go to Mexico every year, or I could go. I could go. But somewhere you got to do something until when you die. Oh, with this, you mean? Yeah. Yes. You I can't get I have out to of go it. Go on vacation. I, if I go like four vacation-free years, I probably just paid four years of maintenance fees that I'm not getting back. I can get out of it. I could probably give it away for ten dollars. And then just, which by the way, for me is fine. I only spent, I didn't spend much on it. Oh, and then those people take that. over the fees. Yes. And then I'm out of it. Okay. And they take the deed and it's their week. And I could do that, but the kids enjoy it until I get to the point where I see we're not using it. I'll keep it. It's fine. But like this year, I don't know. Hmm. I was thinking if anything, we'll go to California, see my family, but maybe we won't do that. I don't know. It's kind of preventive in a right. way. That's where you kind of get beat a little bit. Right. It was like so. when I lived in Florida and my family was up here, every vacation I just came up here to see my family. You get locked into going to one spot Right, because you time. actually live in a vacation area. Oh, right. So that's actually not so bad. That's true. I would love, and I mean this, the other day um, the trees were starting. You can see the trees starting to bloom now. Oh, the trees, the Jerry. Although it's going to be horrendous over the weekend. but Somebody told me it's going to snow Tuesday. It's not going to snow. It's, it's going to be in the 40s. All right. So it's not going to snow. If it snows, it'll be one of these. We get a quick snow, and then it'll warm up in 20 minutes, and it'll be gone. Um, famous last I words. I hope you're right. 
What was it like? I see. I've always wanted to live in a warm climate, or I'd love to live in California, Florida. Did you get sick of the? I don't want to say non-season changes because even in Florida, it's not as hot in January as it is in July. But clearly, there's no winter. Maybe you get a little bit of a fall. Did you not like that part of it? You you take for granted that uh, it's always warm, for the most part. You get used. You don't to even it. think about it. Yeah, you get used to it. And then you don't you don't know what you got till it's gone, Jerry. And then you move back to a different climate, and you're like, oh yeah, it sucks. All right. So then, I guess my point is, you've lived in both places now. Let's take the money out of the equation, and the bridges, and the tunnels, and parking in New York sucks, and all that. Let, let's just assume I'm only talking about you in a climate. Do you like having the four seasons being here in New York, or would you prefer the Florida warmth? Florida warmth. You would. Yeah. But I love air conditioning. Well, that's fine. But I so I love to be, just be in air conditioning. Yeah, but in Florida, you can have the air conditioning. You have those screened-in pools. Go swimming whenever the hell you Beautiful. want. And then you're inside whenever you want. Yeah, if my family would move there, I would move to Florida. Florida, not but Arizona. they all live here or Arizona. Oh, you would. Yeah, I think Arizona over Florida. Why? The old humidity uh, argument. Oh, okay, that's interesting. A dry. It's a dry heat, Jerry. It's, it's 112 degrees, but it's a dry heat. Do you think if you lived in Florida or Arizona, you would pick up golf again? Uh maybe. Possibly, right? Yeah. There's just so much more you can do. That is many basketball years since all the I've time. done that. Yes. Like, my kids have been outside every day playing basketball since the weather kind of broke a little bit. And then I think back to, like, the long winter months. And just, you're inside. There is you a, want to shoot each other. There is a pressure, though, much like there is in the summer around here. To look good? Not only to look good, but to do something outside because it's nice out. I agree. But, I'm, but I agree in the sense, like, when we go out to dinner in the summertime, my first thought is, where can we go that's got, like, a deck restaurant you know where you can sit outside maybe over the water if not fine maybe in like red bank on the street you know sidewalk table stuff like that is kind of cool i don't want to be inside and if you do go to a restaurant that's inside the places are half empty in the summer so i get it i don't like that outdoor dining why uh you're out there with the elements it's warm it's it is flies boy you're a pain in the ass yeah i always like when we go to a restaurant they go inside or outside inside so you're telling Even on a me, beautiful well, on a day. Second. Your girlfriend lives down the shore. Yes. You're telling me if you ended up, and I'm just picking a town out, you ended up in Belmar. Yes. And you had a restaurant that's overlooking a river. I don't yeah, know, this happens it? to us. Okay, fine. And it's, let's say, 72 degrees out. It's a beautiful night. It's cloudless. There's going to be stars out when the sun goes down. You will say, I'd rather stay in this empty restaurant rather than sit out there with some atmosphere and the weather. Yeah, I mean, I'll take a window seat, but I like to be inside. <laughs> Boy, I'll tell you. Not in the elements. You have found the perfect girl. The fact she hasn't dumped your ass yet is amazing. Well, she'll look at me and she'll go, she'll like mouth like outside. And I'll go, well, we'll be inside. We'll take an inside. No kidding. We'll take an inside what about, seat. All right. What about hanging out at a bar outside? Is that better? That I'll do. I just don't want to be involved with my food outside. It's the whole eating aspect. Yeah. Well, you are something. Yeah, if I could do everything inside, I would, Jerry. And, and what I was thinking then of... Why do you like Florida then? Why'd you move to Minnesota? Because hmm. I would never... I always wonder how cars start when it's really cold. <laughs> Especially in Minnesota. But I was thinking of a new idea, thinking how much I love inside. Dome stadiums for Little Leagues. Oh, I like that idea. 
That sounds pretty cool. But that way your games would never be rained ever, out. Ever, 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 ever. And then I wouldn't have to use Team Snap to let everybody know that the game's been rescheduled, which is such a – Team Snap makes it easy, but the rescheduling is a pain in the butt. Yeah, now you have kids that play sports, right? <laughs> have you finally figured that out? Yeah, I met them the other day, Jerry. Don't be two silly. Them, yes. I've known you a long time. You two have boys. two boys. Yes. They play uh, multiple sports. They do. Baseball. Baseball, basketball. basketball. The other one's getting involved in hockey now. And in order to keep track of all their games and where they're at and what towns and who they're playing and what you're bringing and what time you got to be there and who needs a ride and what field are we at? What court are we on? You're telling me you, you use a team snap team snap. Yes. Great app. And it keeps oh, everything organized. Yeah. It, it allows the parents to know what's going on when there are cancellations, amendments to schedules. Uh, I'll tell you, it's a big one. Field changes, especially now when we have, like I have a practice today at four 30, there are seven or eight fields in our town. Sometimes you go to the field and there's another team on the field. Now right. what do you do? Use Team Snap. It alerts everybody. Hey, we're going over here now. Um, so yeah, it's, it just keeps everything on the straight and narrow, and no one's confused. No one can say I didn't get the message. You didn't text me. What email? Team Snap. Yeah, when I was in little league, this was way before the internet existed. I, I would go to like when my dad would drop me off at practice. Sometimes you get there, there was no one there. Sure. And you're like, well. I guess back then it was hand-delivered letters that would tell us where the games were. I think they probably made phone calls, (laughs) right? Think about it. Oh, right, phone calls. But, yeah, it's That sucks. TeamSnap is where it's at. TeamSnap.com slash postgame. No credit card needed, and you can try a season for free. Awesome. Just like Jerry's doing. Yep, TeamSnap, baby. All right, Jerry. Has this mess ended? It has ended. If anybody had any idea what we went through today to get this podcast done, yeah. we deserve a trophy. Yeah, we've had uh, recordings uh, interrupted. We've had uh, a lot of distractions today, but I think issues. we got through it, Jerry. Yes, and I think you popped a, a blood vessel yes. in your neck. But it's all my good My testicle now. hurts, which means I'm stressed. When I get stressed, my right testicle hurts. So. You said it. That's what I got. I didn't. All right, Jerry. Have a great weekend. <laughs>